Did you know that the perfect snack exists that not only has the yum factor, because that's important, but also packs a real protein punch? I'm talking about Wonderful Pistachios, a complete protein providing all nine essential amino acids. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Now that's a snack you can feel really good about. It's hard for me to currently pick a fave because they have several flavors to choose from, including no salt and jalapeno lime options. But if I absolutely had to, I'd say I'm in my no shells, wonderful pistachios, sea salt and vinegar era. It's the ultimate snacking solution for when you need a quick, convenient and tasty boost of pistachio goodness straight out of the bag. Whether you enjoy the ritual of cracking open each nut or you lean towards the ease of no shells, Wonderful Pistachios has something for everyone. It's time to elevate your snacking game with Wonderful Pistachios. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. What if I told you that you can support your blood pressure and healthy CoQ10 levels with two chews a day? The new Super Beats Heart Chews Advanced is now supercharged with CoQ10. That's like getting CoQ10 for free. Our powerful blend of beetroot, grapeseed extract, and CoQ10 supports your cardiovascular health. Visit RadioBeats.com and find out how you can get a free 30-day supply on bundles and save 15% with the promo code DEAL. Hey guys, what's going on? It's Bree with the Brown Girl Self-Care Podcast. Happy Monday. It is so amazing to be able to... Um have another episode for you today. Um, Hopefully you are having a great Monday. Hope you have um, taken some time to set out your goals for the month of March since we are officially in the month of March. Where is the year going? I don't think it's just me when I say this. I'm going to go ahead and say that these are facts that January took like five years and then February, February took like five days. And so now here we are in March and it's just like, we need to make sure that we are intentional with how we're spending our time, how we're attacking our goals, getting clear on what it is we want out of life and how we want to, you know, elevate ourselves. Because when we look up again, this is going to be like a Thanksgiving or Christmas podcast podcast episode that you're going to be listening to. So don't let the year slip away, sis. Make sure that you are, you know, on track, like make make your goals for the month of March, review, you know, your goals for um, February. Did you hit them all? Did you have a chance to do the things that you wanted to do or needed to do so that you could be successful for March? And if not, maybe you need to revisit and, you know, try to tackle them again because life, hashtag life happens. And sometimes we're not able to get all our goals accomplished when we intend to. But that's the beautiful thing about, you know, this process of self-care is, um, you know, you can go you can go at it again. So if you weren't successful January and February with your goals, you know, you have March. So I believe in you. Let's do it. OK, let's 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 attack those goals and let's hit them. So today I'm going to be um, doing a listener question about journaling. Um, but first I wanted to just tell you how my week has this last week went, um, since, you know, hashtag self-care, hashtag brown girl self-care. I just want to let you know that, you know, sometimes the struggle is real. Sometimes the struggle is real. So my daughter ended up getting sick and I think she had the flu 
And I don't understand why, you know, I know for a fact that she got the flu from these kids at school. You know, I don't understand why kids, and again, she's a teenager. She's almost an adult. Like these kids should know how to, she says that the kids, like they breathe on each other and cough and sneeze and in each other's faces and stuff. Lord help me. I just don't understand it. It's like, when did we unlearn, you know, covering our mouths when we cough, covering our mouths or using our elbow when we sneeze or sneeze into a tissue? You know what I'm saying? Like I went to the post office last week and this lady in front of me, I had to give her a wide space because I think I'm a germaphobe like for real, for real. But I had to give her a wide space because she was just coughing and she didn't even <laughs> wait. <laughs> her give a dams <laughs> for uh, coughing into this public space. When I tell you she did not care, she did not care. A post office lady in the line, I am looking at you and I am definitely judging you because she must've coughed like five, six times in a 15 minute space, 10, 15 minute space. And she did not cover her mouth. Not one time. Okay. So I had to deal with that. Cause you know, whenever somebody coughs, I'd like, do you hold your breath? I definitely, definitely. Like if I'm in the, in a public area, like let's say in Target or something, and, I, and I'm about to go down into an aisle and someone sneezes right in front of me. I hold my breath. <laughs> I hold my breath. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I hold my breath. <laughs> I know that sounds so stupid. And I'm just saying that knowing that I'm just, I'm just being honest with you. I'm saying that because I know it sounds stupid, but I need, I hold my breath and I just walk very quickly. I sometimes I'll even <laughs> wait. Okay. I know that holding my breath is ridiculous, but I take it to like the fifth level and I close my, <laughs> wait. I close my eyes too. <laughs> you did not turn into this podcast episode to hear me laugh (laughs) I um I hold my breath and I close my eyes okay I promise I'm done and then I have my mom okay miss worry wart and sometimes self-care Looks like following your damn instinct, listening to your gut, listening to your in- intuition, because you have worry words out there telling you that the sky is falling. My mom had the gall <laughs> to tell me, you know, that I needed to take her in for the coronavirus. <laughs> I'm sorry. The coronavirus is not a laughing matter, but I mean, come on, man. So we don't just jump from now, mind you, the it's not like colds and cough and the flu don't come around. I rarely get the flu, and I don't. I don't even know if my daughter's ever even had the flu in all of her almost eighteen years. I don't remember, but this may have possibly been her first time. We don't do the flu vaccines. Um, 
there's another vaccine she doesn't get. I think it's the HPV or something. We didn't do that one. Um, and this is not to say that we don't do vaccines, but we don't do all of them. You know what I'm saying? We do most of them, but like that HPV one, nah. And then the flu one, I think I've gotten that one time in my life and I regret it. And she has never had the flu, you know, vaccine. But so anyway, colds and flu season comes around every year. Okay. So my mom just jumped from maybe she has a cold or possibly the flu to the coronavirus. And so I had to tell her that I'm not taking her to Kaiser just so they can have us sit there and see that she may possibly have at worst like a sinus infection and or the flu. Um, It just wasn't necessary. But when I told her that, she was just like, you know, she tried to guilt me, you know, with, "Mm, well, I'm just saying, you know, because I was just, I had to just tune her out. So, um, no. So that's what my self-care has looked like this week, evading, um, the flu, which I was successful and not becoming a worry wart. And then also self-care for me this week looked like trying to get to bed at a at an honest time, <laughs> trying to go to bed at an honest time, which is like 9, 30, 10 o'clock, um, instead of staying up until 12 and 1 o'clock in the morning. I don't do that often, but, you know, because I'm doing stuff for BGSC, sometimes, I, you know, I'm up a little late, either um, reading information or, or um, trying to do a podcast or creating graphics or just, just different things. <clears throat> Excuse me. And, um, so sometimes I'm not able to go to bed at a decent time, but I know me, I know my body. And this is also a part of self-care is knowing yourself. Um, and I know that if I uh, do not go to bed on time, it's like I open myself up. It's like my body is just like, oh, okay, you don't want to go to bed on time. We're going to show you today. So I, I tried to go to bed all last week at an honest time, plus try my best to stay hydrated, which is crucial too. Um, and then I also had some bone broth this week or last week. I had made some bone broth because I had made some oxtails and I kept the broth, put it in the fridge, something. To, and this was before she had come down with it like a day before. And I was like, something's telling me to keep this bone broth. I had never like done that before. And <clears throat> so kept that. So we had that a few times. Thank you, Jesus, because and I'm going to start doing bone broth much more, much, much more. But that's a whole other topic. Um, and then also, um, <clears throat> but thanks to the war reward, I and I have like stacked up on like SpaghettiOs, tuna, canned goods, you know, just in case the Corona apocalypse hits Los Angeles. Um, we will be good for a week because we will be surviving on water, SpaghettiOs, tuna, and a pack of hot dogs in the freezer and some canned peaches and um, something else that I'm forgetting. So, um, yeah. Now, one tip I will say for this season, and I'm adamant about this, okay? Adamant. And And I think it's also for the coronavirus, but also not just that, but like cold and flu season, wash your hands. Please wash your hands. I'll be asking everybody. I don't care who you are, okay? I went to Burger King a couple of days ago, and I got an ice cream cone because it's been hot here in L.A., and actually it rained today, which is... (sighs) This weather is so weird. 
And I, I got an ice cream cone in the drive-thru and the girl had the gall to do the register and then they handed her my damn ice cream and she touched my cone. Now the old me would have been like, oh, it's fine. And I, and actually I would may have thrown it in the trash. I've done that before. Like I've thrown my food in the trash <laughs> um, because I, I wasn't, I was just, I was feeling, I was feeling some kind of way. Um, but this time I said, um, you know, with all due respect, can you please remake my ice cream? Because you touched the cone and blah, blah, blah. So they had the other chick that's doing the food, make it. And I was like, okay, I'm cool with that. But mm -mm, like some, (sighs) I have really embraced just like these last couple of years, like doing my best, you know, to speak up even when it's uncomfortable, even when it's awkward, even though inside you're cringing like WTF, sometimes you just, you just got to do it. But like I was saying, wash your hands. I, I swear to you, my hands probably look like a 50 year old woman's hands because and not that there's anything wrong with that. But because um, I wash my hands so many damn times, I'm surprised I still have skin on my hands. Like I just, man, there's nothing better than a good hand washing. Okay. I'm just saying. So maybe that's a part of the reason why I didn't get like the flu, you know, from this girl. Um, but yeah, just wash your hands and do it. Like, you know how they say to, to do it for like 20 seconds and you can like hum Mary had a little lamb or twinkle, twinkle, little star, whatever it is. Make sure you wash your hands, hot water, soap, get in there. Good. Get under the nails, rinse, dry your hands, keep some hand sanitizer on you in case there's times when you really can't wash your hands. Like when you go to the grocery store like I did today to get my um, coronavirus apocalypse supply of SpaghettiOs and tuna, <laughs> um, I use like the little um, the little wipes that they give to wipe down the basket. Child, I'm not playing with these germs. I'm not playing in these streets, Okay. I am just not the one because no, man, when you get sick, it's just the worst. So, um, so yeah, that has been my week of self-care and shenanigans. And now I feel comfortable moving on to the question that I received on, um, Instagram. Let me find it really quickly. (coughs) Excuse me. So I got a question last week. I think it was. And, um, so I'm going to shout her out. Her handle is Chanel underscore N W. Let me try that again. Goodness. Like, you know, like Chanel number five, I don't know why I had a hard time saying that, but it's like Chanel underscore in period zero five. She sent me, um, a really nice message and she was just saying, um, hi Brie, my name is Chanel. I'm 26 years old and I have a lot that I want to get out of my head and into paper. You mention a lot in your podcast that you like to journal. I've tried journaling several times and have a hard time committing to it and figuring out how to write with purpose. <clears throat> Not today, Satan, with this little tickle in my throat. Um, okay, so do you have an, any advice on how to begin journaling, find joy in it, journal with purpose, and staying committed to it? I need an outlet for these thoughts and feelings, girl. Laugh out loud. Thank you for everything you do. I love your podcast. It gives me life. Thank you, Chanel. I appreciate that. Um, 
And Chanel knows that um, I got her permission to um, read her question. So thank you very much. And Chanel, if you're listening, message me your address and I will send you a little button from my little button pin stash. Um, I will mail that to you. Okay. The next time I hit up the post office. So if you're listening, email me at connect at browngirlselfcare.com. Connect at browngirlselfcare.com. Okay. So. Yes, I have been journaling for a few years now. Um, I honestly don't remember when I started, maybe two years ago, three years ago. Honestly, I don't, I don't know. Um, but I love, love, love journaling. I love journaling. Um, it's just great because I can go back and look at, you know, different seasons of my life. I can go back, I'll forget something, like maybe a win, like something awesome that happened. I can go back and just re- come across it and just be like, oh, dang, I forgot that. Or something good happened or, <clears throat> um, you know, anything that happens. You can just kind of go back and see what your, what, what, what headspace, you know, you were in or, or, or when you write down like goals and stuff and then you kind of forget about them and you come across an idea and you're like, oh yeah, um, two years ago, I said I was going to do X, Y, Z, and I completely put it on the back burner, but I'm going to go ahead and do it again. So I just like to be able to go back. I just like that. Some people say you shouldn't go back. It really just depends on, you know, what you want to do. I like going back. Um, also I feel heard right now, since I don't have a job (laughs) with, this means I don't have insurance. So I don't have access to therapy. Um, and I think everybody should have therapy at least once in their life. Um, if not continually, continuously, I would love to be in therapy right now. I just can't. (laughs) So, um, with my journal, because I don't have a lot of people in my circle and the people that I do have in my circle, um, I cannot, I don't, I don't want to tell them everything. So it's good because, um, journaling helps me feel heard. I swear I didn't have this tickle until I started trying to talk. Maybe because I should have um, drank some water first. So sorry about that. Um, So yeah, I feel heard when I write, just write in my journal. Um, Another thing that I like is, I don't know, there's just satisfaction in completing a damn journal, girl. Getting to the last page and you're just like excited because... It's just like you did something, you know, I don't even know how many pages my journal has, maybe like 200, 150. I don't know how many pages my journal journal have has. I always get the same one in a different color because I just like it. I get my journal from Michaels, by the way, and I've tried a few. The one I get from Michaels, I just like it a lot. Um, But so, yeah, completing a journal is just amazing. And then just going and getting another color. (laughs) I'm a nerd. I'm a journal geek. I don't know. I just like it. And then also for me, it's just like once I've done that and I, I feel heard, I've written it out, whatever it is. It's like, especially if I'm dealing with like a problem mentally or physically, it's just like, I feel like I have less weight on my shoulders and I can just, you know, when I write it down, it's like, I can then I've had a, t- while I'm writing, it's like I'm processing my thoughts sometimes. So then I'll, I'll be writing it out and I'll get out, get it all out. And then it's like, I'll just have this moment of like silent reflection. <clears throat> and then I can have this positive self-talk with myself. So like, in other words, if I write something down, like let's say something totally crazy happens and I'm pissed, I'll write it all down and I'm angry and I'm just getting it all out. 
And then after I've written it out, it's like, it's like I, I have a moment of like reflection and then I'm like, girl, was it really like that? Was it really that bad? Are you being a drama queen? You know what I'm saying? Like not always, but sometimes I can be like a drama queen and, um, or I'll have that. It's just writing it out. gives me that chance to like process it. And then I can just kind of think about it when I'm sitting silently and then I can just give myself that pep talk. You know what I'm saying? Whatever it is I need at the time and I can just keep on going or continue on with my day. So that's why I like journaling personally and I can just express my creative side. So, um, um, cause I think everybody needs a creative outlet. I honestly, I just do. And, you know, for one person, it could be painting for someone else. It could be, uh, creating music, you know what I'm saying? But just some way that you can express yourself. And in a journal, I can draw, I can write, I can, you know, do just different things and be mind mindful or intentional or just mindless as far as like, just, you know, doodling and just taking some time to not have to think. So I love journaling in case you can't tell. And if you're listening to this episode and you you, uh, make journals and you want to send one to me, I will be happy to quote unquote, check it out for you. Anyway, so back to your questions. So here's some pointers for me, um, just based on my experience and I, I'm only speaking for myself. Okay. So first thing I would say, or one of the things, and these are not in order, but one of the things I would say is, um, find out what kind of a journaler you are as far as are you a morning journaler or are you a are you or are you like a night journaler or like are you both you know what i mean like some people are morning journaler I can't even say it journalers because um before they start the day you know what i'm saying they want to just get everything off their chest um they want to spend some time sitting and getting intentional and just taking some time for themselves before the craziness of the day starts you know and it's just that moment of peace that they have that helps them to to get their day started and some people are like the opposite like they will prefer to journal at night because the day you know they've they've went the whole day Maybe some crazy things happened. Maybe some amazing things happened and they're able to just take some time before their head hits the pillow and they can just write it all out and just document the day and get things off their chest and just get it all out there. And and that helps them to just like sleep better, you know? Um, So I think one of, one of the things you may want to consider is, you know, figure out what works best for you. Like time of day. Is it, are you a morning journaler? Are you a night journaler? Play around with it and see what gets comfortable or what's comfortable for you. And I think this is important if you're trying to find, um, or get into like a rhythm of being able to journal consistently. Um, you know, you got to make sure that the time you're trying to do it, like, is your morning super crazy where it just, you know, unless you wake up at four o'clock in the morning, it just doesn't make a lick of sense to even try, you know what I mean? To take 10 minutes to journal, um, and have some peace while you're doing it. Um, or it could be that nights are just bizarre. And by the time you get home, feed the kids, bathe them, um, catch up with hubby or boyfriend or whomever, um, or whatever your night routine is, um, that by the time you're done, you're just, you know, you're exhausted. And so you know that there's just no way in heck you're going to consistently be able to do it. So that's one tip that I would say. I personally, um, I actually do both. 
Um, I like to do it at night sometimes. And sometimes I like to do it in the morning. It just really depends. Um, and sometimes I will do it twice a day, like morning and night, or just whenever, whenever it hits, you know what I'm saying? So, um, I just do it morning and night. I, I, I'm flexible. So, you know, that's just me. Um, another suggestion that I would say is, um, you know, like I was kind of saying before, but just make it into like a routine. So like for me, um, part of it would be just like, I, I, I light a candle, um, and I sometimes will have like tea or coffee in my cup. Um, sometimes I'll open the blinds in my bedroom and I'll just like stare outside. I'll put on some really relaxing music, um, not music, excuse me, or it is music, but not with words. What's it called? instrumental music. I was going to say the words without music, the music without words, instrumental music. I'll put that on softly on my, um, Alexa app. And, um, yeah, I'll just make like a routine out of it. And I think that if you make it a routine that will help you to get into a habit because you'll come to look forward to it. I even have like a pillow that I sit on. I got these pillows last year, actually from not pier one, uh, market something black mark. No, not black market, something market world cost, world plus market, world cost market, something world, something market. Um, I don't know if those stores are everywhere, but you can find these square pillows anywhere. It's probably about, uh, two a foot and a half by a foot and a half or two feet by two feet, something like that. Very soft. And I just, I got two of those and I'll just sit on a pillow in front of my window or on the floor and I'll just, you know, do that. And I'll take that time for myself. So I think if you make it into a routine, you'll start to come to, you'll look forward to it. You know, um, let's see something else that I do. Oh, and I was going to say for like the night, if you decide to do it at night, maybe you do it after you take your shower at night. You can still put your candle on, still have your tea, still put your music on. Um, so it just really depends on, you know, what you want to do. But if you make it a routine, it'll it'll um, start to cement for you. Um, but I'll, But one thing I will say is try to do it, you know, when the house is quiet or when you have some time, because there is nothing worse. Like literally last, no, this <laughs> last week. I got up early, y'all. I got up at like seven something in the morning. My daughter went to bed late. And you know, when kids and teens and young adults, they go to bed late, that means they're going to wake up late, right? No, I got up at like seven fifteen. I was like, okay, I'm going to take this time to, to take 20, 30 minutes, quiet, solitude, peace, do some journaling, read my Bible app. Why did I get like two minutes into it? And here she comes. I'm like, are you kidding me? So I already knew it was a wrap like nah. But so I would say if possible, do it at a time when the house is settled, the house is quiet. I think you'll enjoy it much, much better. Um, also something I would say is don't set your expectations so high. Like as far as I'm going to journal for an hour and I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like set a timer on your phone for like five minutes or 10 minutes and just let it flow. Just let it flow for like five minutes. No judgment. 
You know what I'm saying? Don't worry about what you're writing. Just take that five minutes and just write. Okay. It'll, it'll come to you. I promise. Um, something else that I would say is get a journal that you will actually enjoy using. I think that's a big, big part of it for me because there's different sizes. There's different styles. There's different lengths. Um, do you want one with the bullet points, like the bullet journaling? Do you want one with blank pages? Do you want one with lined pages? Um, do you want one that's part of a planner? Do you want one of those travel journals, like those thin ones? Do you want one that's like long, like, uh, you know, like a size of a sheet of paper. I personally found my sweet spot. Again, I tried many planners, many journals, my sweet spot for journaling. Again, I get it from Michael's. It's like $5. Do I have, Oh, mm, Oh, here's one of them. So I happen to have one, but this is my one that's used up. Um, this is one that I wrote in. What was the date on this? It was like from 2019. Oh, this is from 2018. August 2018 is when I started this one. And this one is 249 pages, according to the sticker on the back. And it doesn't have the size on it. Shoot. Um, I I think this one from Michael's is like five by seven, if I'm not mistaken. Five by seven, 249 pages. It comes, or at least last time I checked, it comes in a variety of colors like brown, gray, black, blue, pink, orange. Um, so I just kind of stick to that one. I like the lined one. This one you can get lined. Oh no, I'm lined. I don't like the lined ones. I do not like lined journals for some reason. When I get the ones from Michael's, I like the one that has the bullets, (laughs) even though I don't use it as a bullet journal. For some reason, I just, I don't know. It just, it's easier to write on the, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. It's just easier to write on a, in a bulleted or with the dots, the dotted um, journal from Michaels. And again, it's about five bucks. And I just filled these bad boys up. And it's just so exciting to get to the end. Again, I'm a journaling nerd. So you got to see what style you like. You got to get online, go to some, go to online like Etsy and uh, Michaels and Hobby Lobby and uh, other places, Amazon, and just see the different types of journals available and and just kind of get a feel for what you like. Or if you have a Michaels near you, you can go to Michaels and um, just see the different types that they have. And you may personally find one that you like. And I mean, especially for the ones like five bucks, it's just five bucks. Like I sometimes like, Recently, I tried to move away. I tried because I didn't feel like driving to Michael's. I was being lazy. And so I had happened to go to Walgreens and I got one of their journals that was there because it was similar to the Michael's one, but it didn't have the dots. It had the squares, like the squares. And I could not wait to finish that journal because I hated it. And then I also tried another journal that was in pink and it had like lines. I think I got like five pages in and I just tapped out. I said, I cannot do this. (laughs) I can't do it. So I stopped journaling with that one. I don't even know where that one is. Um, it's around here somewhere. I got five pages in and I tapped out and went to, went to Michael's the next day probably and got my, my journal because nah, I can't, I can't, you know, so yeah, find a style that you like and make it, and you know, if it's pretty and you have a pretty pen or something, you'll look forward to it. You know, it'll be exciting. Um, and another tip is you don't have to write like pages and pages and pages a day. 
you know, to be a quote unquote journaler. Some days you may just write a sentence and that's all you need to say or a word and that's all you need to say. Or you might go on there and doodle something and that's all you need to do. Or other days, like there's some days that I will do something so simple. And then there's other days where I just feel like I am just pouring out my life on these pages and it's just going on and on and on, you know? But that's the beauty about journaling, you know, no expectations of what the length is supposed to be or what it's supposed to like, quote unquote, supposed to look like. This is your personal creative outlet and you're in charge. You know what I mean? You're in control of what you do and do not do um, with your journals. So um, keep that in mind. Another good thing, and I, I mentioned this before, is but find a spot where you're comfortable. You know, or is it on your bed? Is it on the couch? Is it... Um, on the floor? Is it at your desk? Is it in the car? Yes, in the car. There are times when I uh, go to the park and I sit in my car. I do this a lot. Some mornings I go to the park and I sit there and for like an hour or two, I ain't ashamed to say I go to the park and sit in my car for a couple of hours. And, and I just do part of my self-care routine, which is um, like reading my Bible app, praying, getting my journal out, writing in my journal. You know what I'm saying? And I do that a few times a week. So yeah, find, find a spot where you can feel inspired, where you can feel energized, where you can feel, um, peace, serenity. You know what I'm saying? I think that for me is a great place to journal. Um, you can use writing prompts. That's another thing you can do writing prompts or like writing exercises. Like I put one on, uh, and I'm going to do more of these by the way. And, um, I had put on Instagram, a writing, like a little writing exercise just to kind of help you get out of your head and just, you know, be, um, a little more intentional with just journaling and writing. And I said something like, um, pretend, no, not pretend you're a leaf, draw a leaf. Yeah. So draw a leaf. And then after that, after you've drawn your leaf, like write the story of your leaf's life. And I don't have my journal in front of me, but I did that. The, I, I did the exercise too. You know what I'm saying? And I loved it so much. And I can't remember what my story was for my leaf, but I for darn sure did draw it. And it was something like I ended up t- picking it up and taking it home. And I buried the leaf and it grew into a big tree or something like that. I don't remember what I wrote. But I do that. Um, Another thing is doodles, like take some time and just doodle, make different patterns and squiggles and circles and squares and designs and and arrows and flowers and birds and just things that dollar signs, repetitive squiggles, like things that just make no sense. I did that. Who showed you that it was okay to aim high and go for your dreams while also just being yourself? For me, it was radio host Big Boy, Oprah, and KTLA news reporter Gail Anderson. In part, these people are the reason why this podcast specifically exists. This is the power of Black representation in media. The next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is more than a podcast. It's a celebration of Blackness from NPR where every voice is as distinct and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In this collection, you'll find stories of joy, resilience, and empowerment. Each episode, a living account of what it means to be Black today. 
from the intricate narratives of The Wire to the wisdom of Michelle Obama and the urgent call for reparations, Black Stories, Black Truths really is the truth. Space wasn't always made for our perspective, so NPR's new collection is necessary as it celebrates the richness of the Black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcast that center Black voices. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. My hair is kinky, it's coily, it's beautiful, it's all the things, but the dryness is real, so it's also prone to feeling parched. This is why Waze Anti-Frizz Cream is my new BFF. It not only changes frizz, but helps my hair feel more hydrated. Listen, summer is coming. We are trying to be outside, going to brunch, plus traveling, and summer activities aren't always kind to our strands, okay? So let me tell you what I do for this. I wash my hair every one to two weeks. Don't sleep on Waze Detox Shampoo, by the way, if you have hard water or buildup. I detangle, I smooth in a little of the Waze Anti-Frizz Cream, then shingle in my natural gel. My hair is frizz-free, it's hydrated, and it's cute for days. Love sleek styles? Waze Anti-Frizz Cream works as a heat protectant up to 450 degrees as well. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com and enter promo code self-care for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com, promo code self-care. On a whole page, and I swear to you, it looks like artwork. I'm, damn it, where's my journal? Is this it? I have like journals everywhere. I'm going to be honest with you, I'm not going to lie. Um, no, this is not it. This is from last year. <sighs> Probably my purse. Um, but I, I did this and it was, it just, it was just so amazing to be able to just be free again, no expectations, no, you know, you know, you shoulds or you shouldn't, you know what I'm saying? Just being as creative as you want to be. And it just takes you out of that, that space that you're in. And you just, you're kind of just like free, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I can't explain it, but it's just a wonderful feeling to do that. Um, so I guess my last point is, and I think I mentioned it already, but just whatever you do, don't go into it being like super rigid. You know what I'm saying? Journaling is supposed to enhance your life, not make you feel bad because you're not doing it every day or you're not doing it a way that X person or this influencer you saw online, how she does it and how she makes everything pretty. Um, or she cuts up the pages and makes or <laughs> origami in her book or, you know, whatever the case may be. I don't even know if someone's doing that, but I wouldn't be surprised. Um, you don't have to be so rigid. There's going to be times when you like miss a day or a week and you'll look up and you'll be like, something does, you know, you'll, you'll miss it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you'll go back to it and you'll look back and you'll be like, oh, dang, I haven't written in my journal for like eight days or a month. Like I've done that. Like after my, I think after my brother died or something, like I didn't journal for like a while and I got back to it and it just felt, it's like you just pick it back up and it just, it feels just as amazing as it did before you took your little break. So there's no reason to feel rigid about it and, and have this expectation of perfection. Cause I'm gonna tell you, um, I don't know. Well, maybe there's people that do it. I, I personally have not, um, in all my years of journaling, I haven't, I am not a perfect journaler. Okay. I'm here to tell you, I ain't a perfect journaler. So that's not the mission for me. That's not the goal of doing it with perfection. So, you know, that's it. So those are my, you know, suggestions 
for how to kind of like ease your way into journaling with consistency. Um, I think that once you really do find your sweet spot for some things, you're just gonna, uh, you're just gonna love it so much and you're gonna want to just keep doing it. And I'm telling you when I do it, it's just like the creative juices be flowing. Um, your mood, your mood starts to feel enhanced. Um, I don't know. It's just, it's just, it's better for your mindset. It's better for your health. So I think you'll really enjoy it. And I hope you do. You'll have to let me know, you know, in a month or two, like how things are going Chanel. So, okay. That is it actually for this week's episode of the podcast. Um, I want to thank you so much for listening. If you haven't done so already, pretty please head over to uh, iTunes and leave a five star review and rating. If you do that, I would be ever so grateful and indebted to you for the rest of my life. (laughs) Um, But yeah, um, that's it, you guys. Oh, hey, duh. I'm sorry. I totally forgot to mention this at the beginning, but in case you haven't heard and you're in the Los Angeles area. So I have officially locked in a date May 17th in Los Angeles. We are going to have the first Brown Girl self-care event. (laughs) We're going to have our first event. Okay. The room, the space has already been paid for. It's going to be a, you know, catered, kind of like a brunch vibe. Really, it's going to be about communing and connecting, um, having just having the first event. We're going to do a little sharing, a little learning. I'm still hashing out the details, but I really hope that you're, if you're in like the LA area, May 17th, the tickets are going to be up on event, event bright soon. I'm still trying to figure out the cost y'all because I've already, I've paid for the space. <laughs> Whew, I pay for the space. And, um, I gotta, you know, get the food catered and all that stuff. So I am still working out the details on how this is all going to look, but I wanted to make sure that I mentioned this because I'm very excited and I'm very nervous because I'm a perfectionist and everything has to go the right way. Um, so yes, I'm just really excited. So I wanted to make sure that I mentioned that. So if you're in the LA area, you know, just put that on your calendar, May 17th as a possibility. Um, and I should have more details in the coming weeks. Okay. So keep your eyes peeled for that. And if you're on the BGSC newsletter, you'll be getting, uh, an email on that soon. So with that said, thank you so much for listening. I hope you have an inspired week. I hope you tackle your goals this week with just a zest for life and you go out there and smash it. I hope you take some time to take care of yourself, to prioritize your needs, to figure out the things that you need right now to get through this week. Okay. I hope you have a chance to get support from your community and to support your community, your girls, your, your sisterhood and um, your tribe. And um, that's it for me. So I will see you next Monday with another episode of the Brown Girl Self-Care Podcast. Take care.